Wait, so talk, like, explain, because you and Javon talk about this all the time, and it's still something that I just can't get behind, because I, I don't like betting ugly. But, like, explain when you say, like, why is Brandon Jury's square up? I'm just going to take it, because I think there's a lot of guys starting to get into prize picks, especially, that look at these squares and would be like, wouldn't even realize that Brandon Jury isn't normally up or something like that. Like, because you and Javon talk about it all the time. It's like, dude, why do they even have this guy's, like, slip up? Exactly. He's never up. A prime example of it was yesterday. They had Zach Gallen over two and a half earned runs allowed on the board. And you go look at his numbers. How many times has Zach Gallen given up more than two runs at home this season? Zero. Zero times. And he's normally up for one and a half. So why the fuck would they put him up for two and a half? Surely that's a free under, right? You click the little chart. It's all red Robbies. Mm-hmm. No, no. That has no business being up there. Take that over. Gave up four and runs. Wow. First time all season. And it's like, that makes zero sense, you know? And I've learned this too by obviously working with Javon, who's like, who lives in prize picks. Like this dude literally lives in prize picks. But uh, I learned this because when I'd be crafting up entries by myself and I like look for bozos um, and try to fade them and take their under, like fucking Leody Tavares under hits runs RBIs. He ain't getting two. Take his under. Dude hits a nuke. It's like that dude had no business being up there. Mm. Like they want you to take his under because he's hitting the fucking bomb, you know? Uh, for example, you know, today they have Jose RBI up, which has never been up all year. Ramirez? Yeah, which is like the goat whale. I'm sweating it out. Mm-hmm. They never have just like singular RBI props up. And when they do, it's usually like Shohei or Matt Olson or Acuna or, you know, guys on teams that score a fuck ton and they're probably playing in Coors Field or something. But today they've got Jose Ramirez RBI up and I have no idea why. So, I so is that a sign to take the more or the less? Yeah, the more. The more. Because why the fuck is that up? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. but I they're baiting you to be like, why the yeah. fuck would Jose get our Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. If you go look at his chart, it's fully read out. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes yard today. Well, I'll tell you my new strategy with prize picks in baseball. I was talking to Nick about it. Um, I was talking to Lauren about it a little bit. I'm so tired. I didn't do it yesterday because Lauren told me she had a lock, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to put all so my close. faith in her, and it was like air, Corey put Seager. all my balls in her basket. Jesus, what? Dude, <laughs> what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that, dude? <laughs> she had all of Bucket's balls in her basket last night because I also had it. Uh, I just clipped that. What, Lauren that? had a handbag full of our balls last night, all on Corey Seager over one and a half. Um, but my new strategy is what I would do in any other sport. I'm now bringing into baseball. Just keep in mind, I know nothing about baseball. It's like the one sport like I really don't care for. I really don't know anything about it. Like I, I fake banged one of my entries losing because I had no idea you even get fantasy points for a quality. I don't even know what a quality start is. That was hilarious. Like, I have no idea what that means. I don't know what a quality start is. I didn't know you get points for a win. Like, I've so, never played fantasy baseball. It's after quick, five quick, innings, right? What? It's after five innings, right? So, a quick learning lesson. A quality start is you pitch six or more or six or more innings. You have to go six. Like, the end of the sixth or start of the end sixth? End of the sixth. Okay. Uh, and you have to give up three or less runs. That's a quality start. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. And you get fantasy points for that. Okay. I had no idea. Yeah. So a fag bang, like one of my slips. Like I literally know nothing about baseball. And a win. All the all my plays, if I don't bounce them off crabs or Javon, I will full fade every day. So like I've been getting in a habit of like bouncing off of crabs and like seeing how he looks at it and then throwing it to Javon and like seeing what Javon thinks. And I've definitely been starting to make a lot more money just like in baseball in general, but I know nothing about baseball. But my new strategy is I don't take hitter fantasy scores anymore. I won't do it anymore. I'm not taking RBIs. I'm not taking like anything to do with hitters. I'm exclusively doing pitchers for the same reason why I always like taking points in basketball only Mm -hmm. and why I like taking passing yards and receiving yards only because they have the most volume. Yep. So pitcher fantasy score has been like my favorite thing to bet on now. And I've kind of started hitting like slips and I've been getting like solid green gobs every time. Like even if one misses, like I'll, my favorite one will normally green out. Because I don't want to bet on a guy that only has four chances to do something. You're not wrong. You're not so I like the pitcher fantasy score because you get six, like minimum, hopefully, six innings of this guy pitching the whole game. Yeah. And, you know, and also you get points for, like, outs. So I get the defense's whole help. Like, even if he throws a Turk and it gets fielded and they go into it, like, he gets points for, like, the outs and shit. So, like, that's been my new strategy for betting baseball. So you, I think you'll rarely see me take hitters anymore because I just – I need volume. Yeah, unless like someone gives you. A yeah, donkey. unless it's a donk like Lauren Seager. comes up and is like balls on. Yeah, tape. no, you're not See. wrong. Like, there's a lot of people that I respect in the in the Twitter community that that only bet strictly bet pitcher props. Like Austin's props, my dog. He only does pitchers. He has yeah. never done a single hitter, and I always wondered why. But I listening to you say that totally makes sense. Like, I just want more chances. Yeah, because there's so many times where I take like. Tati's fantasy score and, yep. and it's like he walks not even he walks but he'll have a great day at bat and be pushing and yeah. it's like dude it's like fuck this like, yeah. it's not like I can't even he had a double and then a single and just because he didn't come home and he didn't get another hit but he went two for four like it doesn't hit like that's a great day batting yeah. like he's not gonna go back into the clubhouse and be like damn it should have got that triple and <laughs> and then a homer and got the cycle like that my whole thing was like I'm just tired of like even guys having good batting days and not getting over their fantasy score. But when a pitcher has a great day, they always get over their fantasy yeah, score. Yeah. So I like the volume. So I'm going to start betting like no, pitcher fantasy it's scores. It's funny though, because you, you tweeted yesterday uh, a slip saying, I have no idea what I'm doing. No right. Idea. And ironically, everybody yesterday was fading Sandy. Like Sandy is Sandy Alcantara has like fallen off this year tremendously and tremendous. He's in my go. Yeah. And he's just, his ERA last year is like doubled to this year. And, uh, we all, we all took the Red Sox. We all fucking nuked him. and under his fantasy score. I didn't take that, but that was, we were all just fading him and he has a fucking masterclass, you know? And like, you were like the one guy who was backing Sandy yesterday and it's laughed. I'll tell you my thinking for it. Um, it was the same thinking either if it was going to hit or not. I would have sat here and give you the same reasons just to show you like how much I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to baseball betting. So Luis Castillo and Sandy are in my goat whales. They've both been underperforming this year, which has been like fucking brutal. If I just Schrider, we're at the table. But oh Luis is starting to turn it up. Yeah, so I was like, okay, good. Luis is starting to come into form, whatever it is. Thought he was going to absolutely bone me last start because I turned on and he lets up a run in the first inning. Yeah. Nuke job. Yeah. Then he lets up another nuke job to like the Nationals. I was like, dude, this shit is over. Nationals. And I saw Sandy was playing the Red Sox. And I've had a bit for a week in this group chat with my friends from Dallas, like Matt and Jack and all them, where I've just been 
nuking the socks at plus chicken really? and i keep calling them the red hot red socks because <laughs> every time a team gets a win or like beats us yeah. in like our little group chat that we have we'll always be like dude what are we doing fading the red hot rockies and the rockies will be like a nine game losing streak <laughs> but they beat us like that day so it's yeah. like dude what are we doing fading the red hot rockies it's like i've been taking the red socks and they've been like winning at plus chicken a lot so they've been like the red hot red socks for yeah. me but what i noticed is once you get past their top three batters like they're fucking dog, dog shit and i was like okay sandy's been literally blowing the bag his fantasy score is the lowest i've ever seen it it was only 29 and that's a half insane i was dude literally i looked at it and i was like that's just too low for me not to take it. yeah like, it's too low for sandy like all he needs to do is have one good start and he's literally gonna crush it yeah so i was like all he has to do is get by devers verdugo and turner and turner and i was like once he gets by them like he should have like two or three strikeouts like against all those batters so i was like okay fading the red hot red Sox, but luis castillo just had a really great start which probably means the pitchers that were great last year might be starting to come into form now so i was like all right sandy lowest fantasy score i've ever seen really shitty bottom half of batters for the red Sox. i'm just gonna take his fantasy score over and be like i have no idea what i'm doing and just like ask lauren and be like yo who's a good header because i know that that kind of thinking makes zero sense yeah. if you're betting. Like the what the reason I took Sandy, like you should not take Sandy. Yeah. The reason why I took Sandy, um, so that's why I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing because I was like Sandy over, and then I'll take Lauren's like free square and just be like Seager. And dude, he came out and finally, I'm hoping this is the turning point because I'm kind of at the table. You right are. Now. I have ta- I tailed it with you. I'm like kind of at the table, other than Tim Anderson. I don't know what the fuck his bid is, dude. Dude, what Corey Seager is doing right now, which is in Mikey's go well, which is why I'm bringing it up. Uh, He's fucking insane. Dude, f- injured. And he missed. Pace. Nick, if you could fact check how many games Seager missed, that would be great. But I think it's somewhere like 15, 20 games or something. Yeah, he, he almost has as many hits as Mookie Betts. And Mookie Betts hasn't missed a single game. All right, he's missed maybe one or two. Uh, but he's unbelievable. Nuts, dude. He's so cracked out. He's batting over 300 right now. And he clutched the fuck up for the kids last night. So we were sweating that out. We we are so lucky because there was two outs, bottom of the uh, eighth. So this is the last at bat. And Marcus Simeon, he's missed about thirty one games. Thirty one games. Yeah, he's played in. Hold, he's, on, hold on, He's hold on. played in forty eight, and the and the Rangers are forty eight and thirty one. So he's missed thirty one games. Hold on, hold on. That's actually fucking crazy. Hold on, hold on. He was yeah. out. He was out for like six weeks. Hold on. He has. I think he missed thirty one games and has sixty two hits or something. He's had 65 hits. Holy shit. Dude. And that's not counting last night. He had two last night, right? Yeah. So that's 67 hits. Dude, that's oh, he almost has as many as Mookie. Not dude, even kidding. What? That's, what he's doing is absolutely insane. Yeah. The Dodgers really let one slip with Seager. Oh, dude. Luis is at the fucking table. Yeah, Luis is so at table. Sandy and uh, Tim. And then Sandy and Tim are so What's the rest? Bozo, Bichette, Bozo. RBIs, Air. Yeah. That's uh, looking so good. What else is there? It's just Tim, Sandy, Luis, Corey, and Bo. Damn it, dude. God, dude. It was always fucking... And Tim Anderson started so hot, dude, and now it's like he's just he barely plays. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're trying to trade him or... The White Sox the just haven't been great. But, dude, 30 games. That's ab- actually insane, dude. Seager is so goaded. Seager is absolutely goaded. But it does feel like every time you check the Rangers score, because I'll, like, now that we live in Texas, I, like, support the Rangers, yeah. so I won't, like, watch the games... 
but I'll like check the score, see what's going on. He always has two or more hits. Like it always seems like his like two for four, two for yeah. five. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's never like oh for something. So. Yeah, he's definitely having a year on him. You know who else is having a year that I love watching? Adolis. Yeah, he's got it, dude. He's been like on fire. He has. Yeah, the whole Rangers team, dude. They're definitely you know one of the best teams in the league. Definitely top five. Who did you say like right now? Just because I still don't. I also want to ask you another question after this. Who would you say right now? Let's take out the Braves because I feel like the Braves are an easy answer just from the outside looking in. They're fucking so cracked. Outside like the Braves, who do you think right now in like the mix could make a little run? Yeah. Um, Because I I don't know. I have no idea. I don't want to sound biased, but I think the Dodgers can. Do you actually think though? I do. I do. I do. They they're obviously not the team they were last year. But I think that they've got the pieces to make a run and people counting them out. They're like third in the division right now behind the Giants and D-backs. Uh, but they're a sleepy team. They are a sleepy team. The D-backs are really good. Dude, yeah, the D-backs are sick. They are. They're a dope team. Zach Gallon's got so much swag. Dude. Yeah, he does. He's got it. Um, on the AL side of things... Who would I say? I mean, the Rangers are a sneak wagon for sure. I'm thinking we might make some noise. Yeah. I don't love our pitching. I don't think we have great depth. I mean, DeGrom being out the whole that season hurts. is definitely painful, especially for how much they paid him. We just feel like, I feel like we got guys just from like going to the games and watching a couple like on TV and, and like betting on a couple of them. We got pitchers that I feel like if the Rangers made a legacy like World Series run that would have like Fred Van Vliet performances where you're like, God, Martin Prez was so streaky, but yeah. then like in the playoffs for no reason, he's just like busting. True. And you're like, God, like where did Martin come yeah. from, dude? Like guys like that that I feel like, you know, not bad. Like Heaney, he's okay. Evaldi, I don't mind. He's good. Like we got guys that I feel like could flip a switch, which yeah. I feel like is important, which leads to my next question of flipping switches. What's that? What the actual fuck is wrong with the San Diego Padres. Because on paper, I'm not kidding, on paper, that's the best batting lineup in baseball. I don't think it comes close. On paper, that's one of the deepest pitching rotations I think I've ever seen in baseball. How do they, one, not win every game, but how do they lose Every single game in horrific fashion. Yeah. I mean, it's the Padres are almost identical to the Dominican World Baseball Classic team. They have a lot of guys there, and the Dominican baseball team in the World Baseball Classic fumbled and sold fumbled way earlier than they were supposed to and should have. Uh, they just. But what's going on? Like, I don't get it. From a baseball perspective, I watch the games, I bet on them, I don't watch the games. It's like, how. How are we not winning every game? Because yeah. I have a future on them to win the World Series. But yeah. it's like, how are we not winning close to every game? Like, what the Dodgers did last year with that roster, being like a wagon, always covering minus one and a half, basically, like, every time it was like, okay, the Dodgers need to beat the dog shit out of this team, they beat the dog shit out of them, except for, like, one series against the Pirates or whatever. The Padres will play the Nationals and get swept. They'll play the, a- the A's and win one out of two mm-hmm. or one out of three. Like, I don't understand... What's happening? They're just not... They don't have good at-bats at the plate. They're not putting up runs like they should. Like, the Rangers are averaging, you know, six runs a game. The Braves are averaging, at one point, like, eight runs a game. 
those are good teams having good team at bats and getting guys on base and bringing them home and their pitching is doing their job. The Padres, the only fucker that can save the Padres right now is Goat Whale Snell, who is cracked out. He's so cracked. He is dialed in, man. You I can't Darvish believe it. Is, like, I don't know what's good with him. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's crazy. They're just, they don't have good team at bats. They don't move guys around. And when they do, they win. Like, I watch every st- uh, Snell start. And when Snell's pitching, like, they're bringing guys home. They're bunting. They're playing small ball. They're stealing bags. But... I swear, dude, any other pitcher on the mound, dude, it's like they forget how to play baseball. I'm just going to run you through this lineup. Yeah. And I just will, like, just even for the people at home, this is just, like, absurd. (laughs) I don't know how to say this guy's name. Haseong Kim. Yeah, Kim. I'm going to assume I bang that out of the park. Kim is goaded. He's good. He hustles like nobody else. Then we go after Kim, right? Okay, Kim. Fernando Tatis. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Gary Sanchez, Nelson Cruz, Dixon, and then the bottom of the lineup is fucking Trent Grisham. That lineup is insane. Dude, in what world? Like, I'm trying to think of a world where I don't even care who's on the bump. It could be fucking Garrett Cole. In what world do you get through Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts, Sanchez, Cruz, Dixon, Grisham without allowing a hit every single time? If you face Tati Soto Machado, there should be a hit every single time. I don't care who's getting it. Yeah. But there should be a hit. Those are like legacy batters. And then if you get by them, you got Xander Bogarts, who was arguably the best player in the Red Sox last year. You got Gary Sanchez, who's fucking Yankees bot, whatever. But the fact that you're, what hitter is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. That you're six hitters, Gary Sanchez? And then you got Nelson Cruz right after. Sweet Nelson. What, dude? What? <laughs> I know. And by the way, when they beat the Giants and they're not starting those guys, they also have Carpenter and Cronenworth. Yeah. Who are also not bad hitters. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what the fuck is good with this team. Yeah. They've been on fade watch for the last month, dude. When I took Mackenzie Gore over strikeouts in the Super Goats, he was playing the Padres. And Nola, by the way. Sorry. I forgot about <laughs> fucking Austin Nola. <laughs> uh, Mackenzie Gore was playing the Padres. He struck out. The first six batters of the game, all six. That's foul. The first six guys you just read, they all struck out. That is like disgusting. I know. In no world. (laughs) In literally no world, dude. And then you go through the pitchers. I don't want to like just rip, but like you Darvish, Michael Waka, Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, Seth Lugo. Like that's such a good rotation. What? I know. Dude, what? They're so mid, dude. They're in fourth in that division. It's crazy. Behind the Rockies, who are like the worst team in baseball, arguably. They're behind the fucking Rockies? Or in front of the Rockies. In front of the Rockies. Rockies are last. Dude, the fact that the, that the fucking Diamondbacks are in first. is crazy. And that the Dodgers and the Padres are in third and fourth behind the Giants is foul. I know. Just like how we predicted it. <laughs> just how the model. A, just how the model went it down. There's a parlay on Twitter that has a million or a dollar to win a million dollars on all the division winners in the league. Like, it was like Rays to win the division, Twins to win the division, Rangers to win the division, and then it was Braves to win the division, Reds to win the division, which was plus 6,000. was crazy yeah. sharp with how good the Reds would be this and year. And D-backs to win the uh, division, which was like plus uh, 1,000 or something. All of those teams right now are winning the division, which That's is insane. unreal. His cash out goes up. Every day. I think it's up to like 15, 20,000 now. 
on a one dollar bet to win a million, which is absurd. I would start considering a cash out at the All Star break. Yeah, because I mean the Reds is sweaty as fuck. You, they're a game, they're a half game ahead. Uh, the D backs is obviously going to be sweaty as fuck with the Giants and Dodgers breathing down their neck. Braves kind of have that locked. Rays are up four games. The Twins is a mega sweat. They're only a half game up. Uh, the Rangers are five games up. So Twins, Reds, and uh, Rays are kind of the biggest sweats in that in that way. So what would you do in this scenario? Because I always talk about this with my buddies. So let's say the cash out's a 20K right now at a dollar bet. If you remove, I hate cashing out, but if you remove the side of your brain that goes, I have a million dollars on the line, and you go, if I put a parlay, a dollar to win 20K, and it hit, I would be over the fucking moon. Over the moon. I like. I would honestly, if I'm this guy, just because like at this point in betting, like, I promise you, it's not gonna hit. If whatever book it is, it is on, is gonna look at these standings and be like, okay, Twins aren't winning that division. Like, yeah. we gotta make sure someone's not winning because we're not paying out some guy a million dollars of a dollar bet. Yeah. I would just cash out. Maybe wait till the all-star break. Yeah, that's what I'd do. See where I'm at, and I would cash out. And be like, okay, a dollar. There's no other place you could get a $20,000 return on a dollar. Yeah. So I would just take the 20K, maybe put a live bet of like my exact parlay on those standings because you, you won't get great odds on like the Diamondbacks because now they're in first or whatever's going on. But I would just like replace it and be 20 grand richer than be like... And even if it hits... Like, would you be mad if you cashed out? Obviously, you'd be a little upset. You'd be like, uh, yeah. I could have had a mil, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I fucking got 20 grand in my pocket now. That was... From a dollar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just threw a dollar. Yeah. Right? No, I would I would wait till the All-Star break um, because one of these teams is fucking going to sell, whether it's the Reds or the Twins. Uh, I wouldn't want to put a million dollars... the Diamondbacks, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't want to put a million dollars in the hands of the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> <laughs> of all teams, like, fuck no. <laughs> no. So wait till the All Star break. Maybe it gets to thirty, forty k by then. Uh, but cash out, dude. Save yourself the heart attack. Cause it's only a dollar. Yeah. Like it's just a dollar. If it was like you know you place this bet, you put a thousand on it, you're hella confident. Yeah, ride with it. But like one dollar, a gumball, <laughs> a gumball for twenty racks. You take that every day. I would give my left leg. Yeah. For a gumball lay that paid out twenty <laughs> yeah. fucking but racks. Then, but then that it ends up hitting your moose shit. Dude, I saw this photo on Twitter of this kid that I think he tagged in it. It was Moose Juice. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm yeah. just, I'm waiting for the perfect time to like crop. Sorry for the kid who took the photo, but I'm going to crop that kid out and just use it. And I'm just waiting for like someone in the book at house to just like lose in the most horrendous fashion. Moose and just juice. imagine opening your Twitter and you just see the biggest moose photo juice. of Moose Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute piss, man. Um, speaking of moose juice, I also wanted to talk to you about. Um, so, Chelly's doing a nerfy, uh, a nerfy oh challenge, the Nobu nerfy. As the, uh, I'm not going to call you the current nerfy Jesus, but you used to be in your bag with nerfies. Former and nerfy Jesus, yeah. I feel it former, formerly known as. <laughs> and I feel like I was talking to Nick about this yesterday with the nerfy that Chelly took. It was like the two best pitchers on the board. And. From when you were in the trenches, I used to, um, I, I also used to hang out with someone that was like super big into nerfies. And I feel like Chelly is just getting into it. Obviously, I don't know a lot about baseball, but I know a lot about nerfies because it like literally used to have to sweat it every yeah. day. There are, there's a nuance in nerfies. 
like that was a corp nerfy. You never take that nerfy, right? Like it was fun. I think it was like Kershaw and Ryan or whoever it was. Yeah. It was like the twins, right? And it was like the two best pitchers on the board. It was like Ryan and whatever. That never hits. No. Ever. No. Like you never, I feel like, because I wanted to talk to you about it, but you were streaming. You never take the easiest nerfy on the board because it's never going to hit. Ever. Ever. No. And I feel like the minute he posted that, I looked at the pitching matchups and they were both had sub three ERAs. And I was like, that's not hitting. Like, yeah. just knowing, I don't know baseball. I don't know baseball betting. But that was like a classic corp nerfy where you, you don't take that nerfy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, dude, nerfies are so dead. They're literally dead. With the new rules, the pitch clock, uh, it changes everything. You know, shift, right? Change the things on the defensive side. Uh, they just haven't been hitting, bro. Like, I, I tried telling them, I'm like, dude, switch to your fees. Like, or don't do it. You because know if he takes a year fee, it's going to nerf. I know, for sure, 100%. You know. But the stupid – and he loses in horrendous fashion, too, and it's, like, actually bullshit, bro. Like, the other day – Angels, White Sox, Nerfy. Uh, okay, but I hate to see him lose, but this was the funniest shit yeah. of all time because we have a group chat that he's in, like, of my Dallas friends I was talking about, where we have, like, a gang that watches his Nerfies now. Yeah. Like, we wait till he puts it out, and we, like, what we put the stream up, and then we watch the game on TV, and this, what you're about to explain, was, I'm not even kidding, one of the funniest things I've ever watched. <laughs> not watching him lose money, but just in the fashion that it happened was like just you can't yeah. you just can't make it up. Uh bottom of the or top of the first inning in Anaheim, you know, two quick outs. We're looking good, right? Luis Robert comes up to bat. Two strikes, battling at the plate, fouls went off, fouls went off. And by the way, he's red hot and everyone is sitting there being like, This is where he could be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Is with Luis. Like you're just hoping like either just a base knock or he's tried to swing for the fences and he gets him. And then it was and yeah. an absolute fucking turkey piss missile. <laughs> Dude, 108 off the bat. Dude, he shit on it. Shit on it. He literally shit and on it. And then the, the worst the worst part about it, that's the only run the White Sox scored the entire game. Dude, and in classic fashion, because you knew it was gonna happen, the Angels went one, two, three. Yep. It always happens always. when you lose a nerfy, if in the top of the first, I would put my life savings. The bottom of the first goes one, two, three. Yep. And yesterday, too, he had Cardinals-Astros, right? Framber and Montgomery on the mound. And uh, first play of the game, error. Guy on first, no outs. He was, I'm already moving on. I'm already moving on. <laughs> they somehow find a way to get home. The rest of the game, the final score was like 3-2. to two. Classic, yeah. dude. Classic. It's, classic. it's just classic. not nerfy season. Um, I kind of retired nerfy Jesus just because of it's, it's so freaking hard to avoid bullshit right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I love that he still does it though Because it it's kind of like Everyone rallies around no, it No, I love it I don't think he should stop It's great But I think he should do a Yurfy like once Yeah, no, for sure And it should be like We gotta find a restaurant That yeah. starts with a Y And be like the Something Yurfy yeah. Quick uh, quick goat whale update um, Shohei Otani is I don't even know how you can describe him Oh, well He's gone <laughs> I think that's how you could do it <laughs> Dude. Like, oh, show it. He's gone. He's gone. He's fucking gone. <laughs> Wait, but tell them what you did last night because that was really smart. That was really smart. Was <laughs> yeah. So Dinger Tuesdays, right? I bet. So I take a no home run lay every Tuesday, uh, and I threw Shohei Otani in there. Oh, he's pitching, right? Wait, but I don't think ever in his career he's hit a home run while pitching. <laughs> so you, you should be good. Should be all right. <laughs> you should uh, be good. Nah. He also fucked that nerfy with a gag in the first. 
and then a gag in the eighth. Oh, yeah. So he had two. Yeah, and we were sweating, and and he actually got pulled from his start, and the trainer comes out and takes him out of the game, and everyone's like, "Dude, your goat whale's fucked. Your goat whale's fucked. Otani's hurt." And I'm like, "Chat, he's not fucking hurt. Shut up." Uh, and they're like, "Dude, he's out of the game. He's out of the game." Literally, next inning, Shohei comes up to bat. I'm like, "You fuckers, he ain't hurt. Look at him. He's in the box." 108 off the bat fucking fly ball i'm like yeah he's hurt right i bet i bet <laughs> dude i've never seen because we saw one in person which was fucking crazy so it was good. like watching like lebron hit a did step you know, back did you know that was the 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 hardest opposite field home run ever no way yeah it was like 117 exit velo of all time that home run that we saw was the hardest hit Opposite field home run in the history of baseball. Well, I was literally just about to say, I've never seen someone that it looks like they take more anger out on a baseball when they swing than Shohei Otani. Because we saw it in person, and then every time, because I just... I just wait on my Twitter to see if he hits home run, because I know you're going to tweet it with, like, the whatever the above Japanese it. Yeah, letters. the Japanese above it. Every time I watch it, dude, it's like, holy shit. Like, yeah, it's like your body's almost like, oh my God. Like, yeah. he just fucking, like... The ball never had a chance of not going out when he <laughs> connects clean with it. And you're just sitting there like, oh, my God. Like, that thing is – like, there are some batters where they hit it. You're like, oh, that's gone. Like, when he hits it, you're like, that is gone. And then on top of that, 10 strikeouts, no earned runs. It's actually – And he's still gone. That's, like, the <laughs> craziest part. Did you guys have – I saw someone got mad on Twitter today because – uh, some MLB ranking put him above Trout as the number one player in baseball, and like Which, people were like pissed about it. But I was like, I feel like he dude, might be. He just had ten strikeouts and uh, fucking two home runs. Auto out Trout is so far from locked in right now, man. It's it's tough to watch. But um, what was I just about to say? Shit. Someone got mad about ranking Shohei right over, before that. I don't know. Shiest. <laughs> what were you saying? You were saying something about something about uh. Dude, what was I just about to say? I don't know. What were you saying before that? We were talking about fucking Shohei, hardest hit bomb and ever of all time. Oh, this is oh, this is what I was gonna say. It's crazy that the Angels have when you look back, because he's gone. I'm sorry, he's fucking gone. Unless you guys can roll out like the red carpet, but I think at this point he just wants to win. The fact that you guys at one time as Angels fans, which I feel like it's hard to do as like a not like top five franchise, have arguably one of the greatest of all time in Trout, if not the greatest is from what people say. I would have no idea. But probably the actual greatest of all time on the same roster and can't put it together, it's going to go down as like one of the biggest blunders in you know all what? of sports history franchises. It's, it's like having LeBron... And fucking Luca on a roster and being like, LeBron's gone, man. You know what it's exactly like? The 2016 Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> it's the same. And it's going to be absolutely. No, dude. It's going to be absolute tragedies if Shohei leaves. It's going to be like Durant leaving. Dude, and you're a fan of both. I know. And so it, it, what Durant did would be like if Shohei if Shohei loses to the Astros in the ALCS and then signs for half a bill with the Astros next year. I think he goes to the Braves or Dodgers. Yeah, I think he goes. I mean, honestly, I would be so sad if he left the Angels, but if he goes to the Dodgers, 
I would become a full-blown Dodger fan, no cap. Would you throw away the Angels fandom? Because here's my thing. I don't mind if fans throw away fandom when the franchise fucks you. Yeah. Like, if you can look at, like... Like, for me, as a New Jersey Nets fan, like, the franchise fucked me. Like, I'm never supporting the Nets again. Like, I just... I will never restart that fandom ever again. The Rams fucked me. Yeah. Like, the Rams... Well, they full-blown left. Like, so did the New Jersey Nets. But I'm saying, like, even growing up as an Angels fan, like, when you have a chance and the franchise and the ownership, like, completely just utterly fucks it... I have no problem if fans walk away and are like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just going to follow my favorite player. Because my buddy did that with Carmelo Anthony. He was like a massive mellow fan in Denver. Denver couldn't keep him around, fucked it up. He went to the Knicks. And then my buddy was like, I'm just going to become a Knicks fan and just follow Melo because like I can't even deal with the Nuggets anymore. I mean, yeah. obviously, if he just stayed for the long haul, could yeah. have a championship out of it. But like, I have no problem with fans that walk away when the franchise is at fault. Yeah, I mean, I'll always be a Thunder fan no matter what, like who's on the team. I was fully invested into this rebuild as soon as Durant left and Westbrook and Harden. Uh, and same with the Angels. I mean, the Thunder are the only team I like outside of California that I would adopt as my favorite team. Uh, but Angels, I've been an Angel fan since, you know, I was alive, really, just because that's where I'm from and and uh, that's where I've been based and been going to games since I was a kid. Uh, but I don't know. I'll probably always be an Angel fan. But, I mean, if Shohei leaves, I'm going to be fucking – just so sad. But you know he's gone. Dude, one day I think he's gone. The next day I think he's staying. I don't know, man. He's probably gone. I love your tweets when it's like... He's fucking gone. I love your tweets when it's like... If they if the White Sox won that game last night, because the Angels, it was only like four to uh, nothing. And this Angels bullpen, it, it, the lead's never safe. Uh, it was four to one in the ninth inning. White Sox have bases loaded. Nobody out. Yeah, they're about. You guys love to give away leads. They're about to blow this game like dead ass, and I was like, dude, this is this game right here is the game. Shohei ten strikeouts, two home runs, and they lose, dude. I w- that game would have solidified it. Thank God we got out of it. But if they lose that game, I just tweeted that. I said if they lost that game, Shohei is fucking gone. Dude, but my favorite tweets are when it's like, this is the game. And it's just like the Athletics beat the Angels ten to nine, and like the the Angels were up like nine nothing in the I'll sixth nev- inning. Dude. I mean, I'm still I'll never forget that game. They were up nine to nothing, nine to nothing on the Royals, and they lose ten nine. Yeah, Shohei had like two home runs that game too. Dude, I think he's so gone. But yeah, quick go will update. Shohei might hit before the All Star break. He's already at 28 home runs. That's crazy. The line's 34. The dudes who got the taco. His the line for the taco was thirty home runs, so he's about to hit the fucking taco. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. He's gonna hit before the All Star break. Potentially the taco. Dude, you know who was a sneak? Like, obviously, I had all those meme entries. We talked about it on the show when I did like Luca over points, yeah. and then like Tati's home runs. You know who I was like going through was like sneaky close to covering Christian Yelich. Really? Over Dude, he's what? Got nine home runs. It was over sixteen and a half. I took. <laughs> I made a prize extension with Crabs under Yelich. Double or two home run games under a half. He chalked that early. He hit two bombs in one game. No way yeah. he's hit two in a game. He did it once. I have, so out of my meme entries, I have Jarrell Brantley over points and then Juan Soto home <laughs> runs. That's not even close. Vlad, I have Elk more than kills and then Vlad home runs. Vlad's not even close. Vlad, Vlad just hit his first home run at home all year, like two days ago. No way. Yeah. He only has 11. Dude. I know. And he had none at home. They were all away. Dude, he finally hit one. What the hell? Yeah. Um, so, Shohei, home runs. I'm not even sweating that anymore. Just stay healthy and hit like eight more for me. 
Blake Snell has turned a new page. Uh, the start of the season, man, I thought it was done. I thought it was cooked. He's on fire. He has four straight games with over 10 plus Ks, which is demon mode. Like, I needed that, like, air, and he fucking did it. And he's tapping in, too. He knows about it. He knows, dude. He is aware of the goat. Wave. I know. It's so funny. Uh, it's going to come down to Mookie and Jose Ramirez, who have both just been an absolute. It's like pulling teeth trying to get them to do their job. You think he thinks of Trent every time he strikes somebody out? <laughs> <laughs> he's just out there. Like, hey. That would be, uh, I don't know. But uh, he, he pops in the Twitch chat every now and then, and when, when he does, I'm always splooging. But. Mookie and Jose, man, we got to the, the Guardians are coming to to Texas in next week. I'm going to all three games, no doubt. Rooting for it. rooting for uh, Jose Ramirez and Mookie's got to dial the fuck in, man. And it's weird because like I feel like every clip I see of Mookie, he's dialed, but it's on the defensive side. They're like, you know, how you play shortstop, and he's just yeah. like, I can really play any position. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter. And then it's like I go to Twitter, and you're just like, dude, Mookie needs to fucking figure it out. <laughs> And it's like he's having like a legacy year for the Dodgers. Yeah, and then the biggest sweat's going to be whether or not Nick Lindolo is going to come back. Um, because if he gets 15 starts on the year, then that's enough to qualify uh, to not be a DNP. But if he doesn't come back and doesn't pitch 15, then that leg will void. So he's supposed to come back early August. And if you do the math and tally it all up, it's going to be fucking right on the dot. So I'm low-key kind of fucked up praying for a minor Lodolo setback. <laughs> to make crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, minor, very minor. Minored. I like love stub toe. Yeah, stub toe or something, man. Um, that sets him back like a week or two to give me some insurance, but it's going to be fucking sweaty. And now Hunter Green is on the DL too. Does not help my, my case with Lodolo. Because Hunter Green was having a year. Yeah, yeah. He's goaded. Um, so it's going to be a mega sweat. We're sweating it out for a 50K payout at this point, hoping Lodolo doesn't count. Um, but Jose and Mookie got to figure it the fuck out. But that's the go well update. Jose RBIs, I feel like, has been so sweaty because he's actually so good, but the Guardians just don't get on base. That's that's why I'm never doing this again with RBIs. Jose has, like, the sixth most, hit, most hits in the league, and I'm – I'm banking on Rosario and Quan to set the platter so Jose can lick plat. <laughs> Was my new favorite saying, lick Dude, plat. what the fuck set the, it's, here, It man. starts with Quan. Every fucking day it starts with Quan and Rosario. Plat, balls in her purse. Like, what are we doing, man? What the fuck are we doing? It's, it's the dog days of summer, man. Fuck. Um, dude, so I was, I was actually thinking about this on the, on the drive over. I feel like... One, the pitch clock has been like great for baseball in general because you know you're seeing higher scores. The game's a little bit more exciting. It's a little more quicker. But I just can't help but feel sorry for Alec Manoa. Oh my! God. I don't know if you saw what happened to him. I did. But he's in the minors now. And as a casual fan, I was like, oh, like they'll send him down to the minors. He'll have some really great starts, and then they'll bring him back up, and he'll be back, and we'll be able to fade him again. Dude, he let up 11 runs in the minors. That's insane. You know what's terrible, too, is our boys, Javon and Krabs, were so confident in his over ERA for the season, right? It was like three-something. His ERA was like six-something. So it was looking like the freest square of all time. The only thing they can't have happen is him get sent, be so bad that he gets sent down and doesn't come back. 
Do you or think else- that could happen? Like someone that had a great year last year can literally now be a minors player, like not be pulled up again? Yeah. I mean, Manoa is looking like that case right there. So it's so bad. And they're like, okay, at least he'll go down to the minors and like maybe figure it out. He just gave up 11 runs, dude. Why the fuck would they bring him back? And so he's not going to have enough major league starts this year to qualify for that for square. ERA. Yeah, so it's going to be a DMP, and he, he can't figure it the fuck out. It was a free square, too, man. How shitty is that? Dude, that's the fucking I know. worst. And I feel bad for him, bro. Like, But, like, these bigger pitchers, man, I feel like they're kind of falling. Uh, the pitch clock changes Yeah, everything. do you think, like, when you – because I saw, like, a clip. It was, like, Manoa's, like, historically a really slow pitcher. Like, do you think it's really fucking him up that much? Yeah. I mean, dude, if, if Bartolo Colon was in the league today. Oh, my God. I don't think he'd be able to get through his outing. I mean, you got to be like CC? this. CC Sabathia, yeah, I Dumb. love, I love CC Sabathia. Duh, that's a big boy. Yeah, big. I love big pitchers. Bartolo <laughs> Colon was like my favorite player growing up. Mine was Jose Reyes. That's a good. Went one. to a Mets game and he stole a base, and I didn't know you could do that. And I was like, that was fucking sick. And my <laughs> sister was like, that's Jose Reyes, and I was like, my favorite player. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Alec Manoa, certified king turkey tosser. Like, dude, that's brutal. That's almost, that's almost like an NBA player not being able to make a jump shot anymore. Yeah, it's like and being like, oh, you're in the G League, but you were like an All Star. Wasn't he an All Star last yeah, year? Yeah. Like, dude, that's literally like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? No, no, I feel bad for him, man. The mental he's going through right now. Yeah. I mean, he is ass, though. Yeah, ass. Two-pack of ass, dude. Like, he's not good. Um, quick update. The Cavender twins, we shot again. But this time, it was a surgically devised shot. I saw you had Lauren where involved. Where we used Lauren involved. I wanted it to feel like Bryce Hall did this video where he had his mom, like, shoot a shot at this girl on TikTok. And I was like, Lauren, how funny would it be because the Cavender twins, like, I wouldn't do it if they weren't so, like, outwardly on their TikTok being, like, it's always, do you have a single friend? And then, like, Hannah's, like, and then her sister walks in and it's, like, if she needs a new man was a person, then it's, like, goes to Haley. And it's, like, all right, well, like, if we're going to keep doing this, like, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep shooting my shot. Like, if, whatever. Like, shoot or shoot. I don't care what I look like. And I was, like, Lauren, how funny would it be? If, like, we stitched it and everyone's going to expect me to be like, all right, I've had enough. Like, if the Dodgers win by two, I got to take you to Nobu. I was like, how funny would it be if the stitch cuts and you're, like, expecting me? It's, like, your face. And you're just like, hi, Haley. Like, I work with Mikey. (laughs) And, like, we devised this whole plan. And Lauren was, like, so in. She, like, helped me. She, like, helped me write for it. She absolutely killed it. The video was hysterical. Like, even my buddies. My buddies literally never text me about my content. Ever. (laughs) And if they do, it's normally like shitting on it. They're like, yo, this was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Even if it has like a million views. Because they just like love to humble me or whatever yeah. they call it. My buddy's texting me like, dude, this is one of the funniest things that you've put out. Like <laughs> I was like actually geeking like because Lauren just was like so funny. And it's like just genuinely like a funny ass video. Yeah, I loved it. And so Lauren and I were sitting there and she was starting to get frustrated because we weren't getting like a response. And I was like, listen, I got... Close to a million views across my platforms trying to shoot a shot at Livy Dunn. She didn't like, comment, or do anything with it. So, like, let's just temper the expectations. Um, and then we go to Chewy's, like, sitting there. And, like, some kids screenshots, like, Haley liking the tweet. And Lauren and I were like, yeah, we're, like, let's go. That's more <laughs> than we expected. But the last time I shot at the Cavender Twins, they, like, commented on the TikTok. So I was like, fuck, like, a liked tweet, that's huge. Whatever it is. 
I go home last night. Like Lauren's definitely a little. Wasn't she upset, Nick? Like a little bit upset that we weren't getting like more of a response. She's like a little bit upset we weren't getting a response. I was kind of like happy with the tweet, like, but then she started getting in my head, and I was like, you know what? Like it would have been cool if like she at least just like commented. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was funny. Sitting at home in my apartment, I like talking to my buddy because I'm going home for the Fourth of July, and we're trying to figure out what we're doing. And I was like, man, like. I kind of feel bad because I feel like Lauren like really gave it her all. Like she put on her story, she retweeted it. Like she was so down to do the video, and I feel kind of bad that we didn't get like more of a response. Um, and as I'm saying that, I'm like opening up my TikTok to check. TikTok says, "Hi, Haley." Wow. I was like, dude, are we at the table? Uh, it might have be. been her agent. <laughs> might there be was a too. smiley face in there too. Yeah, don't forget the smiley That's, face. Yeah, it wasn't even emoji too. It was like one of those vintage Which is, ones, dude. Oh my god! I can't believe you just said yeah, that, yeah, it's a- dude. I can't believe you just said that. I feel like, and I feel I want this clipped. I want this clipped and put on the internet. I feel like you know you're talking to like a badass girl. I'm not gonna say the b word, but I feel like you know you're talking to a girl that's like just all time bad if she uses the keyboard emojis, <laughs> not like a real emoji, like the semicolon with the parentheses. Yeah. Like, I feel like those girls ruin your life. I'm dude. I've talked to like maybe three of them in my lifetime. All three of them ruin my life. That don't use the actual emojis. Yeah. Like I feel the fact that you said that. That's like accurate. I too was like, damn, Haley's really a life ruiner. Like that was the first thing that went through my head. I was like, no, she doesn't use emojis, but she uses emojis. You know yeah. what I mean? The old vintage 2005 emojis. Like is that not like a thing? Like I was like fuck like she really ruins lives she's a demon on t9 time <laughs> like that's what i'm saying like dude she ruins lives i know it now like i knew it. i knew it but now i know it i think that i think you might be at tape i don't know if i'm at tape the platter might be set am i about to lick plat? you just gotta lick plat <laughs> just go up there and lick plat you gotta do your job now but i feel like i i can't respond to the comment because then it's almost too much i'm like oh what's up dude you know What's, like what's your next a, move? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We got to hit the... We need to have a council meeting. <laughs> yeah. We need to get around the round table. <laughs> I need Lauren. Like, I need air right now, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, suffering in silence right now. But, oh, yeah. We finally got a comment. That's a W. Remember last time we were on the couch? I was like, we made the video. Lost the bet. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, this is probably the last time. I was talking to Nick, too. Probably the last time I shoot my shot at a girl over the internet. <laughs> you know? I feel like four is a bit much. Especially two at the same girl. Like... I feel like maybe we just temper our, <laughs> our well, the options are just a little bit more limited now. You know, we were talking yeah. about that. There's not that many other. You have Livy, Brecky's out there, but milk mom. But she's got a boyfriend. She's got yeah. a Brad. She's got Brad. Yeah. We've already tried a strawberry man. <laughs> we exhausted she'd that. Be the, she'd be the one. She'd be the one. We should get her on the pod. We actually should. That'd be like a geek. That would. Half. That would. I feel like we could reach out to yeah, her. Yeah, we could sure. probably. Strawberry. Yeah, I think so. Dude. Well, that would be a great. I would love to. That get would on. be a fantastic <laughs> interview because yeah. her boyfriend sports bets yeah. all the time. Yeah, I honestly think she is probably the best female creator on the app. I, I would say so too. She's just so relatable. Like whether it's you're a like guy just, or girl. Did you see her filling her gas tank yesterday? Yeah, dude, yeah. that was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Yeah, like genuinely one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Like that was just so like shareable. Like yeah. I was laughing and it was just like, dude, what the fuck, man? But dude, I might be at tape for the Cavender twins. Just got to lick flat. At least at table enough to do something funny now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if we met, like, we're never, obviously, I don't think I'm ever going to date Haley Cameron. I'm not going to say no, though. 
because maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I become like really famous someday and I could be like, what's up? But I feel like now at least if we ever met, it'd be a good bit if we met. Yeah. Because it'd be like, oh, like I was the kid that was really weird on the internet. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, you know, this is uh, probably our last episode for a minute. Yeah. Because I'm going home for two weeks. Right, Nick? And then we're coming back. Yeah, yeah. We'll be, we have some exciting things in the pipeline that, you know, just, just get excited for. Get really excited for. We'll be seeing it back. Yeah, we're that back. Is, that is, that yeah, we're back. We're back. We are back. And we're not going anywhere, but we're going somewhere. Some fun new changes coming, but... Yes, fun new changes coming. Um, for the next two two weeks, two and a half weeks, um, make sure you guys tap into the surgical stream every day. We're still doing all the normal content. Um, this will be the last episode for at least two and a half weeks. Um, so that's why I kind of wanted it to go a little bit longer, just so they had yeah. like a nice hour. Um, but yeah, we're coming back with some really exciting stuff. We're really excited for it. And uh, yeah, just make sure you're... Watching all the baseball stuff, I would tell Trent. I wouldn't. I wouldn't as much tell me unless you're putting like baby units. Because I promise you, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I've been seeing some gobs on your. But page. when it hits, I'm gonna act like I know what I'm doing. I just hope everybody knows that. <laughs> if it hits, I'm fucking coming out swinging. Facts. Like, oh, you thought that you stank, don't it? Um, but yeah, this has been another episode. It's good to be back on the couch, man. Yep, yep. Follow me on uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Booker with Trent. Tune into the Twitch cha- channel at Book It Sports uh, on the Surgical Stream. Uh, you can find me everywhere, Mikey Over, except on Twitter, it's Mikey Over One, which my buddy the other day was asking me, he was like, dude, why are you Mikey Over One? Yeah, you and should I was like, switch Because that. there is a Mikey Over out there. Really? Yeah. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I had to do it for a reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been another episode of We'll Be Seeing. We'll be back in, uh, in a GIF. We'll be seeing. Be seeing, guys. Appreciate you.